0: Hi, I am Dr. Rufaro Mucheka. I'm the Business Development Consultant for Jersey Finance for Africa. Welcome to our Jersey Head Podcast. In today's podcast, I'm joined by Michael Giroux, Head of Fiduciary Services at Standard Bank. I am very delighted that Standard Bank is a sponsor of this year's South Africa Roadshow. Michael will be part of the Jersey delegation, attending and also participating on the roadshow. Michael specializes in the establishment and administration of complex and bespoke offshore fiduciary structures for ultra network with international families, with a specific focus on those with a UK residence connected to Africa by way of residence, domicile, or investment. Welcome, Michael. Michael, you know, I'm really looking forward to you and the rest of the delegation to come to South Africa so that we can create awareness in terms of the value that uh, JSE really creates for families. And on this point, I just want to ask you maybe one question. Uh, how has the private wealth sector developed over the years and how does JSE compare to other international finance centres providing trustee services?
1: Thank you for the introduction, Rufaro and uh, for a very good question. Over the years, I've seen a gradual division amongst the international finance centers. Their advisors frequently mention tiers one and two when describing them. I'm very pleased to say that Jersey is always mentioned as a tier one jurisdiction. Now, although my peers and I would love to claim all the credit for this, I believe we owe a debt to the uh, foresight shown by the practitioners and legislators decades ago. As you know, Jersey has been in the forefront of introducing regulation, forward-looking legislation and ensuring compliance with international standards. This is now ingrained in what we do and is second nature for today's practitioners and expected by the families and advisors that we work with. In recent years, we've seen a evolution in work from home and the benefit of living on an island which is five miles by eight miles so that every property on the island now has super-fast fibre-optic broadband. And trustees, even with smaller independents with limited resources, have implemented new technology systems and procedures to ensure seamless work-from-home experience for all parties. Jersey firms have also embraced ESG, with many seeking to improve their own carbon footprints encouraging staff to engage in such activity, but also facilitating investment solutions which incorporate ESG principles. We have seen the evolution of Jersey's trust law over the years is very much considered to be industry-leading, as is our judiciary and our legal practitioners, with almost all of the magic circle offshore firms having a presence in Jersey. Although admittedly biased to my view, I also do genuinely believe that Jersey's trustees are industry-leading and they set the bar for the rest of the industry. Lastly, I think it's fair to say that Jersey's trust practitioners We've seen a trend with increasingly complex structures being established. Families have multiple touching points globally in terms of residence and investment. The values of these structures are increasing and the motivation for the establishment has evolved over the years, with tax planning becoming a nice-to-have, but very frequently succession planning being the principal driver.
0: Thank you so much, Michael. That was a good summary of some of the developments in the private wealth sector and why jay continues to stand out from the crowd it's fair to say that the selection of the right jurisdiction is as important as the selection of the right trustee. You recently published an article entitled Selecting the Right Trustee. What are the key takeaways from your article?
1: Very good question, Farah. Appointing a trustee is a very material decision. Families are, after all, gifting legal ownership of assets away to a third party. Despite this, I've seen families make some quite strange decisions when selecting their trustee. This may be due to families not always properly understanding the potential implications and the cost of selecting the wrong trustee. The best example I can think of would probably be when a family selects a trustee in a weaker jurisdiction solely on the basis of cost. It's always important to ask why is the firm charging such a low fee compared to their competitors? Are they desperate for the business? so that they can rapidly build up the revenue base? Are they doing everything they should be doing to properly administer the structure? And do they properly understand the risks associated with the structure? As noted earlier, the complexity and value of structures is increasing. And so it's important that a trustee is not only capable and has a track record in administering similar structures, but also the trustee itself is on a sound financial and regulatory footing. As an example, I've seen trustees appointed where a 10% loss in a structure. So perhaps on account of a trustee's negligence, as an example would cause the entire trust company to be wiped out as they're not sufficiently insured and their shareholders simply do not have the resources to step in to cover any loss over and above their professional indemnity insurance. Now, if I was an ultra high net worth person and I was looking to establish a complex high value structure, then I'd be looking to appoint a trustee with a suitable profile. One which not only has experienced and qualified staff, was is also able to invest in new technology and systems to ensure trust structures cost-efficient and proper administration. i would be asking my prospective trustee questions about their IT infrastructure. Where, where will the data be held? How, how will it be accessed? And what is the security protocol around it? I'd want to understand the trustee's ownership structure. If they're an independent firm, I'd want guarantees around their continued ownership. If it's a large P-backed firm or directly listed firm, I'd want assurances a private client remains a relevant business line. If it's a bank-owned trustee, such as Standard Bank, I'd want assurances about the bank's continued ownership of the trust company. I'd also want them to ensure that they're flexible in terms of types of assets that, that they can hold in the structures, and that these assets will be used and invested in the whole of market using the best in breed. Transparency is, of course, of vital importance. Families need to be able to understand the fee structure. It should not be overly convoluted, with hidden charges making it difficult families to understand the quantum of the fees charged on an annual basis. Lastly, and ideally, I would want to meet the team responsible for my family's trust structure. I'd want to visit their offices to ascertain their presence in the jurisdiction. Is it just a brass plate or is it business with substance? Families should not be afraid to ask their prospective trustee these questions. Trustees will not find it difficult to answer these questions. And if they're keen to work with a family, then I promise you they'll find a way to answer them.
0: Wow, Michael. Thank you so much for the insight. Yeah, this was really quite informative. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, to find out more about JASI's role in the private sector and how the sector can support private clients in South Africa and Africa as a whole, please visit our website at Africa to keep up to date on our visit to South Africa. Thank you.